0: Good evening, Island Church. Pastor Rusty Martin back with you. It's Friday the 14th of August. Man, we're almost through the summer. It's been hot, but thank God for the goodness of God, His mercy in our lives, and all that He's doing. We're studying how to deal with the current and prepare for what's coming. Uh, The basic, simple principles of how we serve God. Listen, these will get you through times of, of great turmoil, of great... Uh, stress. Uh, we talked about yes, uh, yesterday or le- uh, yesterday evening, uh, you know, we've seen several families in the church have to go through some, uh, you know, really uh, tough, tough um, situations with deaths in their family and different things that have happened. But I want you to know the basic principles of serving God are still the foundation of your life in Christ. And you know, it's the rock that your house is built on, your spiritual house. It's not built on the sand of religion, tradition, philosophy, or anything else like that. Your life, if you've come to this church for very long, your life is built upon the solid rock of who the Lord Jesus Christ is. You know, in our Bible reading scriptures, we read a, a chapter every day. Uh, this week, we were there in Exodus uh, 33, and it talked about how, how God was communicating with Moses and how he was going to pass by and let Uh, Moses see his glory, and he's going to put his hand over him so he couldn't see his face. Then he was going to hide him uh, in the cliff on a rock. That's literally the rock being Jesus, and the place in the rock is the place that is designed for us in Christ. Thank God that we're new creatures in Christ, and we live in the cliff on the rock in Jesus' name. Yesterday, we used Romans chapter 12. Let me read one more time. I like both translations. Let me read in the Amplified It says, "I appeal to you, brethren." Verse one of Romans chapter twelve. I appeal to you, therefore, brethren, and beg of you, in view of all the mercies of God, to make a decisive decision of your bodies. To make a decisive. Let me do this again. To make a decisive decision of your bodies, presenting all your members and faculties as a living sacrifice, holy, devoted, consecrated well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable, rational, rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, this age, fashioned after and adapted to its external, superficial customs, but be transformed, changed by the entire renewal of your mind, by its ideas and its new attitudes So that you may prove for yourself what is the good, acceptable, perfect will of God, even the thing which is good, acceptable, and perfect in His sight or in His will for you. Now, I like it also in our, in our, in our Passion Bible. Beloved friends, what should be our proper response to God's marvelous mercies? I encourage you to surrender yourself to God to be His sacred living sacrifices. And live in holiness, expecting all that delights his heart. For he, for this becomes your genuine expression of worship. Now, I like how they word this: stop, int- stop, stop imitating. That's the word. Stop imitating the ideas and opinions of the culture around you. Now, let me say that again. Stop imitating the ideas and opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. Let me say that again. A total reformation, reforming of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life satisfying and perfect in his eyes. Literally, this is the first scripture that God showed me. 36 years ago, March 7th, 1984, I got off my knees, I'd prayed a prayer with Dr. Billy Graham on TV, I had restored myself to the Lord, accepted forgiveness for 11 years of, uh, of rebellion against God, 12 years of rebellion against God, and literally opened my Bible and it fell open to Romans chapter 12. So I began to read there, begin to see that not knowing much about what I was reading, just desiring to read his word. I'd read it several times. Then I went to a conference. That was in March. In April, I went to a conference. The minister got up, opened his Bible, said, Turn to Romans chapter 12, verse 1. I knew exactly that God had spoken to me, and I needed to understand what this scripture was saying. Not only did this scripture work for me 36 years ago, in helping me to get my body under control and get my mind under control. It's been working in my life ever since to keep my body under control and keep my mind under control. Listen, with what's going on right now, to embrace it with your mind is going to stagger your mind. Let me just kind of paint this picture for you. Everything that's going on, much of what's going on in your life personally, that which you need to overcome, that which you need to rise up against, much of it is very complicated. It came together in a complicated way. It has many facets to it. But in the world, that which is going on in the world is enormously complicated. There There are ideas. There are new ways of doing things. There are new things that are being considered. Much of it is very evil. There are things being exposed. There are things being covered up. There's all types of, of, of confusion and division and everything that it produces because of the complex nature. As we co- go into a, uh, an election uh, coming up here in November, the complex nature uh, of this election defies description. It's off the charts. One saying one thing, another saying another, one saying if the outcome is this, we're going to do this. Another saying if the outcome is this, we're going to do that. I've even heard recently on a, on a legitimate news report of of, of states saying that if, if one guy gets elected, we're going to pull out of the United States and, and form our own country. That's insanity. How How crazy and complicated and twisted these situations are. But the word is pure. It's simple. It's easy. It's not a hard thing to do these things. It's not a hard thing to obey God. It's not a hard thing to rise up and make a decision. I'm going to overcome the, the drama, the trauma, the grief, the pain of this, and I'm going to be prepared for what's coming. We're doing that here at Island Church. We're doing it in our services. We're doing it in all this extracurricular uh, curricular prayer and God's hands upon it. We're rejoicing because of it. Now, with that in mind, I want us to go to say same book romans romans chapter 14 this is a very familiar portion of scripture because it kind of one leads to the other and one helps one helps to inspire the other i'm talking about the different scriptures that's the way scriptures are they're line upon line precept precept upon precept building the image and reality of christ in us now this is the very simple You know, very simple scripture we've used many times. Romans 14, verse 17. For the kingdom of God is not in meat and drink, but in righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Now, you know, these three elements interdependent one upon other righteousness being a a revelation that you have of your right standing with god righteousness is not anything you earn because you you know you've you've been a missionary or you've pastored a church or, or you worked in the nursery or any any work that you do uh lending aid or assistance or serving the move of god no righteousness is something that was imparted to you through the new birth when you got born again the 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 makeup how could we say this To identify your spirit man and look at your spirit man before salvation, we would have concluded the definition of your spirit man would be iniquitous or one full of iniquity. Iniquity is a motivation in the spirit of man that motivates him to break the laws of God, to sin. It is tempered and controlled by the human will. Some people repress it and live lives, uh, you know, what we would call a normal life. Other people uh, do not repress it, just allow it to take their life over, and they end up in our penitentiaries. They end up as criminals. So you have to understand that motivation in you was severed. It was circumcised. It was cut out of your spirit, and you became a recreated spirit being in which now the definition of your spirit is no longer iniquitous. You are righteous. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That means you have right standing with God, the same right standing that Jesus himself has, and you have the right to come before God with no sense, no sense of guilt, no sense of condemnation. And this is the great thing. No sense of anything that was in your past before you got born again. God has eradicated through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. You are righteous. You have to understand that. You have to believe it in your heart, receive it, and confess it with your mouth. Secondly, it says the kingdom of God is not in meat and drinks, but in righteousness, peace. Now, we've talked about this. We've talked about the peace of God, that overwhelming inward calm and delight. And listen, church, I know there are personal storms raging. There are family storms raging. There are storms raging. In the in the political realm, the financial realm, the medical realm—I mean, it's like these storms are just raging, and it's—we don't even know how how, mu- how much how intense they're going to get in the future. But that's part of, of, of preparing yourself for what's coming. You're going to have to live in peace. You're going to have to walk in peace. You're going to you're, you're going to have to radiate peace everywhere you go, or you're going to be overwhelmed by the turmoil of this earth. And one way you do that. One way you allow, we said righteousness, what? It is a revelation, something revealed to you by God. Peace is the manifestation. If there's anything that causes turmoil in humanity, it's the idea that they're not right with God. But Jesus answered that question. You are right with God. That should create peace. And that peace should be enough peace to give you peace in every situation of life, and to be a lighthouse for you. You say, what do you mean by that? Something that leads you. You follow the peace of God wherever you go. You've got a decision to make here. There's no peace. You don't go there. You don't make that decision. You got a decision here uh, to make and there's no peace. You don't go there. There's no peace. But if there's peace right here, you go right where peace goes. You follow after that peace everywhere it's go. It's the directional ability of the Holy Ghost to guide you. He is your guide and he uses that Peace, that inward calm delight to guide you with. Righteousness, peace. Let me find it here. Uh, And uh, The kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but in righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Now, with the revelation of righteousness, that manifestation of peace, we ought to have joy. Joy is what joy is. Joy is singing. Joy is dancing. Joy is expressing the the, the goodness of God, the mercy of God, the grace of God. It's, It's rejoicing that heaven is our home. Jesus is our Lord. And God has already supplied everything we need to overcome in this life, to be successful in this life, to do the will of God in this life, and to live in a little piece of heaven right here in the hell of what's going on on this earth. I'm telling you, it's a day to serve the Lord. It's a day to live in that righteousness in that peace and in that joy in the holy ghost. Well, we'll pick this up on Monday and we've got a couple I've got some really good notes here that we'll be able to enter into. But listen, we're dealing with current situations, presenting our bodies, renewing our minds, and we're living in the kingdom of God which is explained or expressed by righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. We certainly hope to see you in service this week. Prayer is continuing. Come and pray with us. It's so important. There are good crowds. There are crowds, sometimes they fall off a little bit. But listen, we're seeing many people come and they're finding out that this is a true touch of God, an event in which God is doing here at this church that's unique, it's special. I've talked to other pastors they are trying to replicate it. They're not having near the, the momentum that we are. But listen, there's no way that God is not using this prayer event at Island Church to prepare us for what's coming. We love you, God bless you, and we hope to see you in church on Sunday morning. God bless you.